0: Welcome to this curious life. I'm your host Terry Rosenstock, and today I have Eve Southern um, on the show. And uh, Eve is going to talk to us about uh, health and fitness and starting her own business. Welcome, Eve. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, you're welcome. So tell us first um, about your your background in health and fitness that prompted
1: you to sort of lead up to starting your own business. Sure. So I've always been um, pretty active. So through school, played a lot of sport, um, kept kind of active when, um, you know, the we were um, when I first met my husband, so we would um, you know, walk everywhere, we'd do lots of like massive walks around Wellington Trails um, we spent a lot of time at the gym so I studied exercise science so we would um, I would train at the gym as part of my training and then we'd train in the evenings and we pretty much train <laughs> all the time um, lots and lots of walking and then um, took a little bit of a pause to have kids so I didn't do a lot of movement um, when the kids were little I used to go and take them on like lots of walks and things but not really much else um, and then got back into um, doing more movement primarily running um, was uh, sort of what started everything again um, a few years back running and then got into the high intensity training um, and yeah just kind of um, reignited my passion for being in the gym and using weights and you know doing movements and exercises um, that you know, helped me um, feel stronger and get my mobility back.
0: And your business is called Life in Motion, which is essentially what you're saying. You just sort of lived your life moving.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So we, um, Life in Motion, um, our our main sort of vision for the business is to get the community moving so um, we try and get out um, and involved in the community as much as we can um, we've teamed up with um, sport wellington for the green prescription we do free class on a saturday um, we take people running we try and do as much as we can in the community to try and help um, as many people as we can move and that just you know comes right back to our vision of you know being there for our community
0: and that's how you kind of kick-started it all with your set, your Saturday yeah, morning classes.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we've been running that 10 a.m. free class for over three years now. So mm-hmm. we started with that class. It was the first thing that we did. We, um, I think I just had a crazy idea one day, and I was <laughs> like, hey, why don't we see um, see if we can put together a class and, and open it up to the community and um, run it on a Saturday. So I think we had, like, about seven people at the first class, and they were all... Our friends (laughs) Um, And then we got a bit more momentum We got in the local newspaper um, And now we have sort of 30 to 40 people Every Saturday Coming to train um, for free Big um, variety of people as well So um, a real good mix of the community coming along to that class
0: Yeah, so I've just survived I will use the word survived um your class this morning um first time I've done an interview completely sweaty and, <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah there was a really good mix of people mm-hmm. and um Jason your husband was sort of showing some low impact which yeah. is uh, really good for someone like me who has a hurdy foot technical term hurdy foot right now so
1: <laughs> yeah I mean we part of you know being available for the community is that you have to be really inclusive so um we're not a big scary kind of um lifting weights gym um business we try and do as much as we can with no equipment at all so it makes it affordable um it makes it um possible for people of all different abilities to be able to come along and partake um Jase is normally there for every session as well. So we've got dual trainers. Um, I tend to do the high impact stuff. Jase will do the low impact stuff. Um, we're there to answer questions. We give all sorts of advice at the end of the, I mean, you saw today at the end of the class, there were, you know, multiple people come up and talk to us about things they have going on and um, asked us advice about bits and pieces. Um, and, you know, that's all part of being, you know, in the health and wellness Um, community is that you have to kind of be there and a lot of the time we just chat like it's a lot of um, a lot of the time it's just reassuring people chatting um, striking out conversations the community classes um, we just love everybody who gets you know they all get together and there's a lot of chat outside of their little people that they know, you know, they say hi to people that they just see at class every Saturday, Um, they see them at the supermarket, they see them, you know, dropping the kids off at school, so it really is a a good community kind of feel good. Mm,
0: Yeah, and there were um, little kids there so people Mm. were able able to bring their little ones with.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the I mean barriers to movement are things that we always try to break down because um, you can have as many classes as you want but if nobody comes to them because of various reasons well there's no point so um, trying to make people feel as welcome as possible um, running the free class so that people can get a sense of who you are and what you do Um, we do online training to try and help with the barrier of being able to get to class Um, kids are always welcome at our classes too so we We usually have more than what was there today. There's normally bigger kids as well, kids riding their scooters, bikes. Um, Our evening classes, we quite often have kids. Um, Oh, there's that window. (laughs) The Wellington
0: wind, (laughs) yes.
1: (laughs) Um, So... You know, like, we're perfectly fine with that. As long as they, um, you know, they're safe and they're, they're being looked after and we can see what they're doing, then we're, we're totally fine to have kids. Mm. Because it's a really great um, thing for them to see you doing as well. So um, we get families that come along and, you know, what a great way to, to hang out with your kids, bring them along. They see you moving. They get involved. Um, yeah, it's just a really feel-good for that community
0: yeah yeah that was definitely something that um, that I thought was that it was a really good demonstration to their children that it's good to just move and and um, and make it part of your life and make it part of your Saturday morning
1: (laughs) yeah exactly I mean um, your life in motion right that's what we're trying to do we're just trying to get movement into your life into as many times a a week as you can manage and every little bit that you do and it doesn't even have to be Um, coming to our classes you know like we promote you know as much as you can outside of our classes you know walking catching up with friends you know anything like that that Mm. can help you move and we hope that kind of what we do um prompts you to kind of do it a little bit more you know we're there if you want to come to classes and it it just kind of I think once you start it's quite easy to kind of get the momentum up and Mm. and do a little bit more and kind of incorporate it more and more into your life yeah
0: So you started with the harebrained idea of doing Saturday morning (laughs) classes. What was your next step?
1: Um, So then we got a little bit of a following with that. We launched in August, so the weather wasn't great. Um, And we trained outside for the first sort of year. uh, Yeah, about a year with our first... Uh, of life in motion we were outside the whole time which um for those of you in Wellington that's quite um it's quite hard work <laughs> it's very windy <laughs> and it gets pretty cold um mm. through winter so we had a hardcore group of people that would come not a huge amount of people um to begin with we slowly introduced a few classes during the week so we did a couple of evening classes just to kind of um Get a bit more momentum. Obviously we weren't making any money out of the community class. So we were thinking, well, you know, we've got all this gear that we've got um mats and our time and things like that would be really good if we could sort of, you know, build a little bit more. Um so we added a couple of weekday classes in and then gradually, um, you know, over time we just got bigger and bigger with those. We've got um I think we've got about seven classes on the timetable at the moment a week. Um, and we've opened up a little bit more variety as well so we've got boxing um weights class we've got circuit class and then our regular hit class Mm. on there as well so just a little bit more um variety for our you know for our community so that they don't get bored with just star jumps and burpees
0: (laughs) (laughs) the classics Mm. (laughs) yeah and now you have an online component as well
1: yeah so um obviously we can only reach you know a, a certain number of people in our community we where we are based in on northern suburbs is big um we do get lots of people every week we get new people to saturday as well so there are low i mean there's hundreds more people out there that haven't heard of us or come to us that live in our region um but we were also trying to address um people that don't live close enough to come and train with us um and then people that can't get to our classes even if they were close so they might have um, small children that they're looking after, Um, they might have no um, transport to get to us um, or they just might not be able to make that free session um, at 10 or any of our other classes for whatever reasons so um, we thought we would embrace a bit of technology and go online Mm -hmm. Um, and we have eight sessions a week online that we do through our um, Facebook group um, which is Motivate Um, Yeah, and we've had a great take of that it's been really awesome to see some of our existing customers plus people that we've never trained with before jumping on board and um working out with us we go live every day but you don't have to do the workouts live that's the um the beauty of you know facebook videos they mm. save you go back and just pick them up and do them whenever you, you know when it's convenient for you and when you can fit it in
0: yeah and is it um generally a head type class on,
1: on these? yeah mostly so we do high impact and low impact workouts on there. We've got a stretch class that we do on there, um, which is really lovely. It forces us just to kind of slow down once a week. Um, And we do have one high intensity weights session that we do so people can use weights if they have them at home or water bottles or cans from the kitchen or um, anything really that they can do bicep curls and bits and pieces with.
0: And is it mostly Kiwis that have have come on board? Yeah, or do I only I mean, have Kiwis are... at the moment. Okay.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, it's on Facebook. So mm. if you have Facebook, then there's no reason why you can't train. Yep, Just that we're in New Zealand and the time zone will be a little bit different, but you can just go back and find, you know, the workout that you'd like to do and, mm. and do it when it suits you.
0: Yeah, and I see on your calendar you have a six-week motivate challenge. What's, what's yeah.
1: that? Yeah, so we've got... Um, We're doing uh, Movement Boost, which is, um, it's actually going to be eight weeks. I haven't updated my little calendar there. Um, So we are doing that through the Motivate Online membership. So um, you sign up um, for two months with us. Um, You have access to all the um, workouts that we have on there already, our normal timetable. Plus we throw in um, some challenges, which are um, more sort of wellness based um there might be some movement challenges in there or there might be things like um this week you when you go to the supermarket you're going to add you know three veggies that you don't normally buy to your trolley and you're going to find a way to cook with those this week or you're going to go um have a coffee with a mate who you haven't seen for a while and um, catch up with them sort of um challenges outside of um just movement because there's more to feeling good and your wellness than just jumping around in a class it's a much broader kind of subject so what
0: is your summed up philosophy on wellness
1: yeah so I believe that um movement is really key to feeling good so that doesn't have to be doing a hit class that could be simply just going for a walk around the block um I we don't do although that's called a challenge we don't um we don't generally um try to push them as challenges so much um we try not to or we definitely don't do any sort of um weighing of people or um uh, weight loss challenges or anything to do with that side of movement because you know there is way more to movement than um You know losing weight that is obviously something that people um have as goals and that's absolutely fine we support people if that is part of what their goal is with their movement but um tying movement to that alone is quite um I think it's just a little bit sad like Mm -hmm. there is so much more um value to your life that you get from moving um you know your your mobility for a start once that's gone um it's so hard to get that back um, we work with a lot of um, people in their sort of 60 to 70-year-old kind of um, age range and the improvements that they have to their life just from being able to get down on the floor and get back up. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are key things that everybody should be able to do. And when you lose that, you you lose so much, you know, not, not being able to move. So we try and you um, my overall kind of, yeah, I guess, how I see what we do and our values is – Moving for enjoyment. Moving because you need that mobility. It's going to make you um, be able to keep doing the things that you want to do. Um, picking things that you really want to do as well. So I don't see much point in slogging it out on a treadmill at the gym. Absolutely hating every second of it. That's not There's no joy in that. Mm-hmm. There's not something that you're going to continue to want to do. Um, and there are so many great ways to move that can make you feel good. Um, just pick those. Go dancing with your friends. You know, Go for play at the park with your kids and chuck a ball around you know you don't have to be so strict and so formal with your training that it then becomes a burden because that's the last thing that you want you know exercise is not a chore it's not something that you should be forced to do it should be something that you're privileged to be able to do and that you tie in those feelings of it makes me feel good therefore I'm going to do it more and then that just snowballs into you know movement as part of your life Mm -hmm. um we get a lot of um, nutrition questions and things as well being in this um, industry. We try to kind of steer people, um, obviously, away from as many diets as we can. Um, that whole kind of mentality that we have with diets that are restricting, um, we don't generally see anything good that comes from restricting, so we try to turn that on the its head a little bit and um, add in more so we would be kind of saying you know add more veggies in or why don't you try and add a little bit more water in this week and the more good stuff you kind of add in the the other stuff that you know might not be quite so good for your health kind of drops away because you've you've got all this good stuff that you're adding in um we certainly don't run any you know food challenges or that kind of stuff it just is not something that we're interested in which is a little bit unusual for this industry but um it just goes against our values it just doesn't feel right for us mm-hmm. and um, you know we've we've done fine for the last three years without having to run weight loss challenges so yeah I think it's fine
0: <laughs> yeah I've definitely found that the healthiest I've ever been in life is when it's just part of my life it's Mm. just habit that I am going to choose broccoli over chocolate more frequently Mm. but I'm not going to say never ever touch chocolate again because that would be hard that would be like the worst thing to do (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) what's the point of living yeah I know exactly (laughs) um but and and as well as um movement just yeah if you're around a playground set. It doesn't matter if you're almost forty, you can play around on, yeah. on and and get some movement in and, and yeah. get a variety of movement in, not just the straight running mm. but actually moving yeah. side to
1: side and yeah. twisting your spine and things like and that. And it's fun. Mm. And your kids if you you know, if you're there with your kids or your um, grandchildren or your you know, your nieces or whoever you're there with, they see you doing it and they see you having fun. And that's great. That is, you know, exactly What they should see you enjoying your exercise not be like oh my god I have to go to class tonight you know or something like that it's like well don't go (laughs) you know if you hate it that much go and do something else like put on um I don't know put on the Wii with some game on it that you can jump around with with your kids or something and Mm. um yeah that whole sort of moving because you enjoy to move I think that's the key to moving more um and not restricting, yeah. Restricting just it just has such a negative kind of thing that you end up doing in your mind and um yeah. Not good. (laughs) Right.
0: And as a a woman with a family history of osteoporosis, something that's always been very intriguing to me is the connection between strength training and bone density, Mm. especially as you age. Yeah, for sure. And and just making sure you're incorporating some of those things. And like you said, you don't need to have a set of weights necessarily. You can use your body. You can use... Cans in the yeah, in Yeah, and we use the
1: um, emergency water bottles because they're quite big, you know, mm. about 1.5 litres normally in there. Um, yeah, as women, it's really important that you do do some, um, yeah, some of that kind of resistance work. If you do have weights, that's fantastic as well. But even just the body weight stuff that we do, um, it's fantastic. I mean, you, yeah, if you can get on top of that before you get to the point where it's a problem um and and also the work that we do um the movements that we do are going to build your um muscles around all of your joints as well so your ligaments and your muscles are going to be a lot stronger which means you know if you do twist a little bit funny your legs are going to be able to handle that your your ligaments are are strong enough to kind of hold you and you don't you won't necessarily injure as much as you used to if you've been doing some work to strengthen Mm -hmm. your body too which is super important the older you get and you know the one thing that i would love is that everybody that comes to life in motion um as they age you know being able to get themselves back off the floor is it's so critical to having a good life you know Mm if the amount of people that fall in there when they get a little bit older and they have to lie there for, you know, hours and hours and hours because they simply can't get themselves back off the ground. If we can prevent that happening um, and build that that upper body strength so that our our community don't have to do that. You know, there's no, like, yeah, being able to get yourself back up off the ground. That's why we do things like burpees Mm -hmm. and walkouts and, you know, planks and things like that to build that upper body strength so that you've got that ability to, you know, look after yourself
0: yeah I actually had that thought specifically when in your class this morning um, there was a lot of getting down on the ground and then mm. getting back up again yeah. and I was thinking you know how important it is but I don't do it that often no
1: you don't I mean you sit and you walk around and then you sit and then yeah. you walk around but it's it's not very often in your day to day life that you get yourself down on the ground and get yourself back up so and um, if you don't use it you lose it yeah that mobility and even just the flexibility of being able to do that it, it might not actually be that you're not it's not the strength so much it's the flexibility of being able to wrangle yourself kind of back up again as it can be quite an awkward to do
0: yeah yeah so if someone has let themselves go which I know nothing about (laughs) (laughs) what would you say is the best first step to really um getting back and on track with with your health and wellness
1: I mean I guess the best thing that I would recommend is that people just um, chuck some shoes on and go for a walk would be if you're going to start if that's where you're looking to start from um do that a few times a week get yourself outside get yourself moving a little bit um there is yeah there's a great amount of benefit in just walking um you can speed up your walking you can find some hills to go up and down you can find some stairs to go up and down and that will just give you a really good base um, you're getting outside as well so you're getting that fresh air, you've got a purpose you're, um, you know, you could find some friends to walk with and make it a bit more fun um, or if you've got a dog or something like that that you could take for a walk um, that would be my, my first um, kind of advice but just try and do that just try and get yourself walking a couple of times a week maybe three, maybe four um, and do that for a little while do that for a month get it kind of ingrained that you know the movement And then you could look at, um, you know, if you wanted to, adding in some sort of gym work or some training or um, resistance work or some sort of mobility, strength work um, is really important too. So Mm. get that base underway, add in some more on top of it, and then you might find something that you really like. So it might be maybe I want to do netball or badminton or tennis and um, go along to a local club and see whether they've got like open days or new members whether they've got a little program that you can go through or something. And, um, you know, like I was sort of saying before, you could find something that you really love to do. Um, And if that is a sport, brilliant. If it's coming and doing some classes, great. If it's just walking with your friends or walking on your own, absolutely fine as well.
0: And I know a lot of people think, I need to get fit. First thing they need to do is go running, is what they think. <laughs> and you had said something, I think it was in one of your Instagram stories, about how uh, how easily you can get injured if you're running because you're putting so much weight on one leg at a time. Yeah. And so it's so important to do, like, single leg um, squats and things like that yeah. to build up that strength.
1: Yeah, so running's one of those things that people just want to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost just like everybody, everybody should be able to run, which – it's kind of true but there are you know it's a really really hard thing to do so we have a zero to five k series that we run um two or three times a year where we teach people how to run so we we get them from zero k's up to five k's um we only do it in six weeks which is quite short it ideally we'd probably want about eight to ten weeks to get someone up to um five k's but you know it's difficult to get people to commit for <laughs> really long <laughs> periods of time. Um, and it's hard. So we it is, um, it is really hard. If you've never run before and you decide that you're going to go running, it is like hell trying to actually run. Um, and we you will see a lot of people um, push on. So their heart and lungs will adapt really quickly and you will actually be able to run. But your body isn't really quite ready for that it's a lot of force to run um, and you need to build really slowly so you um, probably one of the biggest reasons why people get injured is that they just go and then they just ramp up really really quickly and then they want to get to that 5k distance or that 10k distance and so they just kind of like just keep running longer and longer without any consideration about how hard it is how their body needs to adapt um, whether their joints, whether their legs, whether their shoes are right, whether, you know, there's a whole range of things that you need to consider. Um, so if you are interested in running, awesome. I mean, I'm a massive runner and I love it. Um, but you have to 100% take your time. It, it's it's a little bit of a patience game, and it is possible to learn to run at any age. I didn't pick up running until um, my late 30s. Uh, and, you know, now I run plenty. So it, it is possible to be able to do it, but you just have to take your time and really build up slowly. And mm-hmm. if you can incorporate stretching and mobility and strength work in there as well. So the best runners in the world don't just run. Mm-hmm. So they have an entire program that they follow that has running in it, but also a huge amount of maintenance work to get you out there. Right. Yeah, stay injury free. Mm-hmm.
0: And let's talk a little bit about your running, because I know that you do some really massive trail runs. Yeah. And how did you work your way up to something like, you're doing a 50K, is that right? Yeah, Coming so up we're our
1: Ultra next weekend. So I never really set out to run long. It was kind of, I just wanted to be able to run, and I... Remember the first run that I did around here, where we live is really hilly, so it's a really crappy place to learn how to run. <laughs> um, it can You pretty much have to run up a hill, whichever way you end up going, you have hills. So the first run that I went on, it was like a walk run I'd do between the lampposts. And I came back, I think I'd gone like about a K and a half, came home and I was toast. I pretty much slept on the couch <laughs> and my whole body ached. It was just like, oh, I'm never gonna be able to do this. But then I slowly built up, I readjusted my form I had um, I was quite a heavy heel striker and I had a lot of injuries when I first started um, so I did a lot of work to um, run a little bit more efficiently and run a little bit kinder on my body and have spent the last sort of a few years working on that it's very difficult to change your running form um, so it took about a year and a half transition from the old style of running to the new style of running. I certainly wouldn't recommend it if you don't have any issues. <laughs> Continue to run how you run. But if you are having a huge amount of um, injuries and just not really able to um, enjoy your running, everything kind of hurts, it would be a good idea to get somebody to have a look at your running form. Um, even just a few simple little tweaks can have a massive impact on your ability to run. Um, and so then I, yeah, I just did a little bit of running and then I, um, at my work that I was at we decided to go down to Queenstown and do the marathon and that was huge I ended up having to do the half marathon at that event I couldn't um, get up to that marathon distance but we kind of went back a few times and then um, one of my mates started running on the trails and so I was like oh yeah I'll give that a go I've never really done that before Um, and oh my gosh fell in love with trail running so I love running but trail running is just next level Enjoyment, um, nothing better than getting out on the trails. I would trade that over running on the roads like any day. <laughs> um, and yeah, built up what I love about trail running is that. Um, the variety so you're up and down a lot um, amazing views you're out in nature you can take your time a little bit more um, you stop and have a snack you know stop and take some pictures catch up with your friends mm. we run in a group so we wait for everybody to kind of catch up um, just way more enjoyable for me that you don't have that stress of looking at the time looking how far you've gone The I find road running gets a little bit kind of competitive with mm. trying to beat your times and checking your pace and constantly looking at your watch so I think for me the trail running is more enjoyable it's just a nicer experience less stressful it's kind of like my place to unwind um and then I don't really know how I ended up running an ultra the first time it, there was an event the Wu 2 k in Wellington and um my friend was like oh yeah we should do that and I'm like oh no no I don't think so <laughs> and then I kind of mulled it over and they was like oh I'll just sign up see what happens so I did the 62k woo 2k and that was insane it was over 10 hours out there oh my gosh and I was like never I'm never doing that again and then a little bit like having kids I guess you're kind of like oh yeah not so bad it'll be all right we'll try it again <laughs> so I did the woo I've done the woo 2k twice I've done triple peaks which is um 55k up in um, the Hawks Bay I did Towera 50 last year as well and then going back to do it Again, this year. So, in terms of ultra running, I'm not actually ultra, ultra. There's some um, seriously ultra runners out there that run, you know, 100 miles, 200 miles. There's some enormous events. Um, But for me, that, you know, the 62 Wu 2K is an epic run. And I don't know whether that'll be the furthest I run, but it's certainly one of the hardest runs I've ever done. Right. But um, I think ultra running is. it's a lot to do with your mind as well so your body has to be able to do it but you have to believe that you can do it Mm. and I think that's what I quite like about it it's sort of like well I know that I probably can move that far but if you got halfway through it and your mind decided we're not going to do this today well it'll it'll be over so it's that kind of um, challenging yourself physically and mentally um, which I find kind of intriguing yeah
0: I have some friends who have um, run marathons, and in their training, they never actually ran that full distance. Mm. It wasn't until the day of, yeah. and then they just had to push themselves mentally.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty normal for a yeah for your training, that you don't do the full distance, um, which makes it harder on the day, right? But you only mm. have to do it once on the day. Yeah, <laughs> so. and then you collapse <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yeah, and um, and it's pretty cool to be at an event where people are doing ultras as well so it's a little bit like if you're at a marathon event seeing people cross the line and I what I like to do is get not the like the guys at the front they're amazing but where you actually see get the best feels is when you get kind of into that middle of the pack towards the back if you've ever been at a finish line with those people coming through you will not be able to not cry I guarantee it there is just so much emotion it means so much to people to be able to cross that finish line and the battling. I mean, if people have been out there, you know, eight, nine, 12, some of them will be out there 30 hours if they're oh doing gosh. the miler, which is 160 k's. You know, can you imagine being out there with just your thoughts? I mean, they they do have some paces and stuff, but yeah, 30 odd k's, uh, 30 um, hours plus trying to move forward and get to the finish line. Um yeah, that's emotionally just amazing when you see those people come through. Yeah, intense, for yeah. sure. <laughs>
0: and then I'm sure there's a lot of medical attention that comes in after yeah, that just to ensure not, they're okay.
1: Probably not that great on your body, to be mm-hmm. honest. Some of those yeah. really long distances, you're seeing a lot of kind of muscle breakdown and damage to tissues and things. So there's kind of maybe a sweet spot for people, depending on who you are and, and what your ability is and your endurance. Tolerance. Um, I know that probably about 50 k is ample for me. It's tough. It's hard. I'm sore. But I don't feel like I haven't completely trashed my body so that I can't do anything for the next six months. Mm-hmm. And
0: your husband is quite involved in all these and he's doing the 50K with you next yeah, week as well? Yeah.
1: So, Jace, my husband, um, he runs the business with me. So, um, he is kind of a reluctant runner. He's not. <laughs> he doesn't love it. He loves trail running um, probably not as much as I do he probably prefers the road a little bit more um, he loves the social side of it so he's generally our um, tail end so we, when we go out in a group we have a person at the front which is generally me and Jim because she runs fast <laughs> and um, we go out the front and then we've got our pack through the middle and then we have a tail end at the back which means that we need you know leave nobody behind so mm-hmm. Jace is there to scoop up um, and make sure that we've got our whole crew together um, he is actually a lot faster than the tail end though but he, that's just his nature he likes to look after people so he hangs out at the back he has, um, this will be his second ultra so he did triple peaks last year um, that was his first which is um, a horrific first ultra it is literally three massive peaks that you go up and down um, so that was a really really tough race to start with Um, He unfortunately only managed to do two of the peaks as well. So he managed to run 50-odd Ks, but he wasn't able to complete the full course. They still let them finish, which is really fantastic because you've been out there for, you know, eight hours, (laughs) It's really rough when you um, get pulled off the course. So Tao a 50, he'll be absolutely um, sweet with that. It's a much easier run and um, much more enjoyable, massive cut-off times. Um, He'll just have a great day. So... Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to travel up there with together and we've got some other crew going up and make a bit of a weekend of it. So what would
0: be, um, now you've moved into having this life in motion as your full-time business, mm-hmm. um, so you've you've moved from working full-time for another company to full-time working for yourself, yeah. um, which of course has its own challenges, mm-hmm. um, but what did you find was the the best path for you to get there?
1: yeah so we've been running this on the side for three years um which uh was exhausting (laughs) (laughs) but you don't really know whether it's going to work so we had to keep it going as best we could on the side to actually make sure that we were able to then turn it into a business that was going to be viable so we kind of always knew that um we were doing okay. Like people were training with us. We were building a big community and um it got to the point where uh, when we launched online. So we we launched online in July last year. So we had online training going on, we had evening training going on. We've got P T clients that we train. We've got run club as well. And full time work on top of that. It got to a little bit of a tipping point where mm. it was sort of like, Well Uh, I can't keep doing that (laughs) I'm physically exhausted and I need to be able to do all of these things and I don't have time so we kind of weighed it up Um, I'm probably more of the content creator and the um, programming and it made more sense for me to be the one that stopped working um, to pursue um, you know trying to get life Emotion as a, a viable business so made the really difficult decision to leave a really solid job Mm. um I've been there for 11 years uh I probably would have been looking for a new job anyway this year just simply because I was getting a little bit stale in that in that company uh so yeah I made the really kind of I don't know heart and mouth (laughs) decision to be (laughs) like okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna quit yeah and we'll give it a go and it was it took quite a bit of planning. I had transitioned over six months out of the role, so I didn't just stop. I um, I gave my notice, and we worked out a bit of a plan. I actually ended up still working full-time the whole time, which wasn't quite how it was supposed to go, but <laughs> that's fine. And then, yeah, at the end of the year, I jumped and came into our own um, business, which is terrifying and fun all at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of responsibility. You know, we've got teenage kids, so and a mortgage (laughs) so it's not just a matter of like oh yeah we'll just do this and see what happens and you know you've really got to make a really good stab at it and and try as hard as you can to make sure you've got yeah as much going on as possible without getting too stressed about it I think there's Mm. a lot of pressure to um, do everything and be everything straight away and that's just not going to happen it takes a really long time to build a business and a community and a following and Generate, um, you know, build your tribe—the people that that will do everything, anything for you—and talk about what you're doing. And that takes ages. It doesn't mm-hmm. just happen overnight.
0: Yeah. Well, I think if anyone can succeed, it'll be you. <laughs> uh, the the heart that you have behind it all is mm-hmm. is very evident, and um, you're certainly one of the hardest working people at it that i've seen and um i think that it's really genuine you genuinely want to see people succeed and and um, meet their goals and and start making um, their own life in motion and yeah um
1: and you should be really proud of of where you've gotten to thank you that's really awesome it's um it's really cool to be doing something that you really want to do Mm. and helping people and changing people's lives which we do you know every every day we're helping people and making them healthier and mentally better and just um that is something really tangible and really um yeah it's just really neat to be able to do something for our community Mm -hmm. that makes us feel good too yeah and where can people find life in motion where can they find you so um you can hit our website which is lifeemotion.co.nz. um we're on facebook we're on instagram obviously we're based in wellington so if you want some classes um and you're in welly come and find us our timetable's all up on our website and if you want to train with us and you're not in wellington then we've got the motivate program so we've actually got online run club training as well which we um didn't talk about so much but we do strength and stability work and um prescribe runs and do stretching in there um every week as well so similar to the motivate um program jump on there and do that online yeah awesome well thank you
0: so much eve Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of This Curious Life with my guest, Eve Selden from Life in Motion. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you're updated when there's a new episode of This Curious Life. Thanks to M. Simonic for creating the artwork, Haley Fordyce for creating the music, and uh, I'm your host, Terry Rosenstock. Thank you for listening.
1: This curious life